Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Today we have a crazy entitled parent story of an entitled mom losing their stuff over cookies. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, parents try to cancel Beetlejuice because it's inappropriate for their kids. Spoilers for the musical. A few months ago, I went to see the tour version of Beetlejuice, it being my very first musical to ever go to. I went early to get in line for the souvenirs, getting a plush and tote bag before sitting in my seat next to a family of four as the show started. Not even past act one is right when they started complaining about it. As soon as the song, the whole being dead thing starts, and when BJ snorts coke during the song, The mom quickly covers her son's eyes as the dad speaks out, I thought this was for kids. Guy probably never saw the movie it was based on or thought it would be like the cartoon. Other times they complained was when BJ made several sexual jokes and advances on Adam and Barb, Charles and Delia making out, and a bit of gore, but it wasn't until near the end of Act 1 that they were shocked and disgusted. That being when Lydia contemplates ending things. During the intermission, they went to a staff member and yelled out, What kind of kids play talks about ending things? And we want a refund and compensation for our scarred children. The kids were fine and laughed at the humor. Staff says they can't since they watched it. Long story short, they stayed and complained more from how sexualized Miss Argentina was and the references to her accident, the creepy old guy song, Lydia and BJ getting married and Lydia impaling live BJ. After the play, I ended up talking to them. So, what did you think of it? Entitled Dad said, That was the worst thing I've ever taken my child to. Who would like that filth? The Entitled Mother said, This should be banned from ever playing. It's nothing but dirty humor. I say, Well, you should like it since you both got tote bags, plushies, and a shirt from the stand. After I say that, they quickly throw most of their stuff in a trash can, minus the plushes because their kids held on to them and left as I watched them throw hundreds of dollars worth of gifts in the trash. Spend hundreds of dollars on tickets, buy cheap food, and toss away expensive souvenirs, all because you don't like your kids watching some dark humor. That was better than the show itself. All I can say is, is at least this isn't the worst thing I've ever heard happening at a Beetlejuice musical. I do love the fact that they went and bought all of that merch probably beforehand, and then upon getting in there and realizing what it's all about, they're like, too proud to admit though, but secretly in the back of their mind definitely saying, we made a mistake. Also hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys can't get enough of hearing about these entitled parents, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our next story is, my mother thinks she's entitled to alcohol at my wedding. My fiancé, 35-year-old male, and I, 33-year-old non-binary, are getting married in two weeks in our backyard. We'll be having a catering spread for our reception afterwards. We decided to have a dry wedding for two reasons. My mom is an alcoholic who's known for making a scene when she gets drunk, and my fiancé has a brother who binge drinks and has had alcohol poisoning on more than one occasion. He doesn't drink all the time, but if he starts, he can't stop until he either passes out or someone physically restrains him from getting more. I also have an uncle, mom's brother, and a stepdad who are in recovery and don't need the temptation. Neither fiancé and I are big drinkers, so we decided to just avoid any problems and just have a dry wedding. 
We'll have a less dry reception party slash honeymoon with some of our friends later on. All of our families have been supportive. My uncle was especially grateful to us for doing this since he takes his recovery very seriously and has been 7 years sober. I sent out wedding invitations 4 months ago and said it would be a dry wedding and asked people not to bring alcohol. Now today I get this call from my mom who I also sent an invitation to 4 months ago. She said, is it true you're not having alcohol at your wedding? I said yes. Beyonce and I decided we didn't want alcohol during our special time. She said that's so silly. It's going to make your wedding boring. I said, well, I'm sorry you feel that way, but fiance and I have made our decision. We want everyone to feel comfortable at our wedding. She said, clearly you don't care about my comfort. What if I want to have a little drink to pass the time? I said, like you did at a different uncle's wedding where you got so drunk and made a horrible scene calling uncle's wife a gold digger? She said, it wasn't my fault. They made the drinks there too strong. I replied, right. I really wish you would address this need to have alcohol wherever you go. She said, I don't need to have alcohol. I just think your wedding will be boring without it. You want to have a fun wedding, don't you? I said, it will be a fun wedding. We don't need alcohol to have fun. She replied, this is so stupid. Why should everyone else be punished just to make it comfortable for a few people? It seems like you care more about uncle and stepdad than anyone else. I said, or maybe I just want to avoid any scenes. She said, I just told you that wasn't my fault. Just like your DUI isn't your fault? She said, how dare you bring up that difficult time in my life? I was going through a lot emotionally. What the heck is wrong with you kids? You need to mind your own business. If I want a drink, that's my business. I said, well, my wedding is my business. We do not want alcohol there. That's final. I can't stop you if you decide to pre-game my wedding, but I've already made it clear to uncles and brothers that if you cause a scene, that you are to be made to leave. Mom starts crying and says, Why do you kids hate me so much? What did I ever do to deserve to be treated like this by my children? I said, Are you really ready for me to go down that list? She said, None of you understand. None of you will ever understand. I'm the mother of the bride. I should be treated better than this. I said, I think I've treated you pretty well during this process. I've acquiesced to your boyfriend, whom I don't even know, coming to my wedding. I've even given in to some of your other demands. So please, tell me how you've been mistreated. She replied, you didn't invite me to go dress shopping. The mother of the bride always goes dress shopping with her daughter. I barely know fiancé because you never bring him around me. How do I know that you're marrying the right person? I said, that's because aunt made my dress. Mom sarcastically said, well, isn't that just special? Me, sighing, said, as for the rest, I think you know why. We aren't really close enough for you to have any say in who my significant other is. Honestly, Mom, I'm done with this conversation. If you really feel that strongly about this, I'll understand if you don't want to attend my wedding. She said, oh, I bet you'd like that, wouldn't you? One way or another, you will respect me as your mother. I said, sure, Mom. I'm hanging up now. Bye. Guys, I'm so livid right now. I have half a mind to uninvite her. I spoke to my dad and her brother. My uncle thinks her drinking is getting really bad again and has been wanting to hold an intervention. I told him I'm focused on the wedding right now, but that I definitely agree this was out of line and something needs to be done. What do I do? I don't want her ruining my wedding, but I'm so tired of dealing with this. Sorry, this is probably above Reddit's pay grade, but... I just needed to vent. Update. 
I sent a text reiterating the rules. She said she knows where she isn't welcome and said she won't attend. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. My dad told me not to worry about this anymore and said he'll see to it that she doesn't ruin my wedding. Update 2, I sent this text to my mom. Mother, at this point, I'm going to officially uninvite you from my wedding. I'm not going to allow you to change your mind, and I'd prefer it if you not come to my wedding at all, given your poor behavior. At this point, I've decided I don't want any further contact with you unless you decide to curb your toxic behaviors and drinking. I wish you the best. I hope you can find a way to heal, but I can't do this anymore. I'm sorry if this hurts you, but I can't handle you in my life anymore. If you try to force the issue, I'll be forced to take legal action up to and including contacting law enforcement. Please don't contact me again. I went to delete her from my Facebook page, only to find a post that she had just written saying how being a mother is a thankless job and how she doesn't understand how she raised rude and judgmental kids. She ended it by saying she hopes her kids get over themselves someday. I'm done. This sucks, but it's been a long time coming. My head hurts. It's sad to hear these people make these thoughtful tweaks and changes to their big day solely because they do want these people to be there and they're still so destructive in their behavior that they still blow the whole thing up. Opie had to make a tough decision, but ultimately I don't think they made a mistake. Our next story is, my mom thinks she's entitled to take my consoles that I brought because I used some of the money she gave me to buy it. You used some of the money I gave you to buy your own console, so it's mine. My mom always said that if I paid for my own stuff, she wouldn't take it away when she grounded me. This was a lie, but still. I busted my butt doing chores and babysitting for money. I'm 16 with no job, so this and holidays is my only method of getting money. Later, my baby brother damaged my switch, she brought it, and my mother refuses to buy me another one or fix it, so I used my own money I saved up to buy it. I also spent some extra dollars for some protective cases and a screen protector that I was going to break trying to put it on. Little did I know she put a protection plan on it, which I was grateful for. Once again, my brother tries to break it when he gets mad and messed up the L-stick. 
but once again my mother refused to fix it. I ended up buying a Nintendo OLED with a case with some extra birthday money from family and some do my chores and take Instagram selfies for me money from my sister. I finally brought it and put a screen protector on it. I bought a case and everything. It never left my room because I don't trust my brother not to damage this one. And for those wondering how he can get to it so much, my mother would see him reach for it and only tell me when he's holding it. And by that point, he already slammed it. The case makes it so if it fell on its back, it'll be okay. But if it landed on its face or on a button, I'm screwed. Anyways, summer break is over and my mom intentionally puts me in a class I'm bad at because I just need to apply myself. I asked her to at least let me pick out what subject I can take from what was available, but she didn't care because I'm going to pass, and we aren't going to have any problems, she said at threat. As expected, I don't do well on the first test, and quiz, and she takes away my stuff. She yells at me to give her my switches, and the following conversation happens. I have three, but I only use two because my first one is too damaged. I use the ones I paid for. Also for context, she gave me and my sister a bank account and a starter amount of around $200 or less on our credit cards. I'm cheap so I had some money to burn. Mom said, give me that dang switch, all of them. I said, but I paid for some of them with my own money. I'm okay with giving you my first one I got and my phone because you paid for it, but you said if I paid for my own stuff you wouldn't take it. She said, you bought it with my money. I said it wasn't completely all your money, it was birthday money and some that sister gave to me. 50% from my mom, 25% from sister, 25% from other family. I won't lie, she was the majority. She said stop talking back before you won't see it again. Somehow I managed to trick her and hide one, but I'm not saying where, just in case she finds this post. A week passes and I say hey, can I get my stuff back, I paid for those by myself. She said, OP, don't talk to me about those switches because you're not giving them back. I said, but I used my credit card and money I saved up to get it. She said, okay, but who gave you the money? I said, you and my point exactly. You used the money that I gave you, so I bought it and it's mine. I'm done talking to you about this. Can't wait for my first job so I can get a break from her. I'm trying to buy a monitor so I can make some money on the side from streaming while I have a backup plan if cooking fails me but I'm afraid of what's going to happen when she finds out. I only got my stuff back for a little bit because she saw how close me and my new stepdad were right off the bat, and it must have put her in a good mood. He's the bio father of my baby brother. You know how you raise a kid to utterly resent you? This kind of behavior right here. Not hearing your kid out, not listening to any argument they have, taking their things away from them in an unjust way. I'm sure when OP grows up and makes some money of their own, if there's ever a situation where she's in need, OP's going to just feel so willing to jump right out there and save her. Sure, I'll help you with your monthly rent, mom, but you gotta give me your TV. Maybe that's not a perfect one-for-one example, but... Our next story is... I wish my mother would wake up and realize my grandma is dying with dementia and is worsening day by day. My granddad passed away just shy of six years ago. And from there onwards, my grandma's mental health majorly started to deteriorate. We'd suspected dementia for a long time, but she refused to get tested for it. Mom didn't take my granddad's death well either, and we think it's because she holds regret of not spending enough time with him whilst he was alive. Though for these last six years, Mom has barely had anything to do with my grandma. 
I've warned her and warned her from day one if she doesn't spend time with her, then she will majorly regret it when it's too late, but it's just forever been excuses with her. At first, the excuses were, they never had much to do with me years ago, so why should I? Next thing was that my grandma and her lack of filter was embarrassing in public. Then there was something about when she was younger, she didn't get much financial support with things, or my grandma was nasty to her, etc. Then my uncle, mum's brother, started weaning his way into my grandma's life, after having nothing to do with my grandparents for over 20 years. And I warned my mum if she didn't step up and help my grandma, he would end up in her life instead, as she's vulnerable. Mum also refused to acknowledge this, didn't change, and my uncle ended up moving in with my grandma and robbing her blind two years ago. Then early last year, my grandma had a brain scan and had a phone appointment with the doctor one Saturday last year. The day before, I lost my voice and asked mom if she could go up and do the phone appointment for us. Grandma can't even get her words out or take information in, but my mom refused. My stepdad ended up doing it for us. The doctor told us they'd found from this scan that my grandma now showed signs of dementia. My stepdad told my mom where she didn't take it very well and apparently cried a lot at the news. We thought from this realization she'd only been acting up because she couldn't admit to herself her mom had dementia and would now accept and step up to the plate. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. She supported us with further help, appointments, and testing until the official diagnosis came through and she slowly disappeared again. After my grandma's health deteriorated more, me and my girlfriend were forced to move in and try to help her last year. Mom wouldn't take her to the hospital appointments, then most recent excuses have been she can't come to the house as she struggles to be there without my granddad, or hates my grandma's friend and neighbor sitting in my granddad's chair when he visits. Me and my girlfriend then discovered we were having a baby who arrived this March. Suddenly my mom was visiting most weekends just to see her grandson but not my grandma. Then in June, my mom and stepdad went through a bad breakup and mom hasn't actually left the house since and is blaming anxiety and depression now for not coming up and seeing my grandma. Me and my girlfriend are literally begging my mom to come and help but she just claims she can't. We're fed up of the excuses and we're so exhausted and drained caring for a baby and my grandma. We've not had a holiday in 18 months. I'm out every day working long hours trying to grow my business and be the sole earner of the family and trying to help my grandma. My girlfriend's trying to raise our 6 month old son whilst helping my grandma. I'm losing work and pay to take my grandma to appointments or even help around the house. What I fear is my grandma dying and my mom's severely regretting it when it's too late, but I've tirelessly warned her, but it's me who will end up having to pick up the pieces of her mental health when that day does come. I've accepted that my grandma is dying, and the dementia is too far in. I just think my mom thinks if she shuts it out, then it's not real. I told her last week that my grandma had started getting aggressive towards me, where mom was more bothered about a new TV she just ordered. 
Absolutely drained, annoyed, fed up doing absolutely everything and not catching a break when mom could or should be helping us. There's definitely some kind of psychology behind it that I don't understand, but there are a number of people out there who, when faced with a situation that's emotionally taxing or stressful or anxiety-inducing, they prefer to just straight up ignore it, avoid it, and just straight up pretend it doesn't happen either to make themselves feel better, just to get it off their psyche. I mean, maybe they just don't even want to have that responsibility. Maybe they don't want to put in the effort. Whatever it is, it's definitely sad to see when you know that after it's all said and done, there's probably going to be regrets from them. Our next story is, why are so many parents entitled? I went to pick up my niece and nephew from their school and got cut in line by multiple parents. As the title says, I went to pick up my niece and nephew from their school. They get let out at 2.30. I got in line at 2 p.m. a whole 30 minutes early. I was on the turn lane that goes left and there was one car in front of me and one car on the opposite side waiting to turn right as there was already a line waiting to the street. No big deal, I know where I am in line and I can turn in when there's space and my turn. Boy was I apparently freaking wrong. Already one car cut into line once it started to semi-move. Okay, nothing we can do about entitlement, but there couldn't possibly be more instances. Apparently once my turn came up is like when others decided it would be okay to cut in front of me. Not one, but three cars. And as I start to assert myself dominantly to turn now, the big white freaking SUV cuts in front of me, blocking me off from being able to get in, and now I'm the jerk blocking the freaking gosh darn intersection. Now I'm fully ticked off, and I more than likely am wrong for this, but I decided I was going to show them what real entitlement is. So no more cars were using the left lane part where they accessed the parking lot, so I parked there, looked for my niece and nephew, and seen my nephew and told him to go grab his sister. At this point, some cars start honking at me from the right because they want me to move. I'm not blocking them at all, but of course now to them, the literal same cars who cut me off are mad at me. A teacher or school employee told me to move. I refused to. I explained the cars behind me cut me off and forced me to be stuck in the intersection. My niece and nephew don't know I'm there to pick them up. Well, they didn't until I caught my nephew's attention, and I said I will not move. She told me she would have them meet me at the parking lot, and I said no because I wanted those people who cut me off to see me get my kids first, which is what I did. I told them to meet me at the parking lot, and that's where I did pick them up. I did stop for a moment to apologize for my belligerent behavior. This is honestly the first time in seven years I've done this when picking my niece and nephew up from school. I did tell the employee I wouldn't do it again, and I won't. Today I just wasn't having it. So maybe I am entitled this freak today for doing that. But it isn't really the first time I've been cut off in that god dang forsaken child pickup line, and I'm honestly sick of it. I'm definitely wrong, but I also didn't want to be the jerk blocking the intersection, so I stayed to the left to go get my niece and nephew's attention to meet me in the parking lot. Got my kids first and then left. Also, apparently one of the women who cut me off called me a fat bench. Oh well. This fat bench got her pickup before you. Don't know. I guess I'm just ranting and I'm still angry I was put in that situation where normally I'm respectful and accommodating. I don't know what would be a better way for this situation but I wish people would actually be kind and not cut others off or cut the dang line. They're not the only ones who want their kids or have other crap to do. 
Next time, I'll just come to the freaking school at 1.30 and be first in freaking line so I can avoid the line cutters altogether. Y'all can roast me now if you want. I just wanted to vent. I mean, back when I was a kid, in areas like this that were especially close to the school, they always had traffic guards out and about that would maybe hopefully do something in this situation. But realistically, has there ever been a school where people go through the car pickup line and whatnot and would say they look back on that time and say, yeah, that was a great system. Never had any headaches there. Never met any entitled jerks. Honestly, I feel like it just kind of comes with the territory. Our next story is, I feel like my mom can't accept that I'm losing weight. So my mom has always been obsessed with my weight. I've never been obese and doctors never said I needed to diet. It's common of her to always criticize people about their bodies. Anyways, I lost some weight and it's notable since most of my jeans started getting loose and from a size large, I can only fit properly in a size medium. My mom still made a comment about me being fat and I defended myself because she never notices when I lose weight. She laughed and said, You eat food that could be served to three people and you're saying you're losing weight? Just keep convincing yourself. I don't know if this is necessary or not, but I do eat slightly bigger portions because I don't snack at all and don't eat in the morning when I go to school. So I eat like two meals a day. She's never called me beautiful without adding an extra comment. It's always, you're so pretty, but you would be prettier if you had a flat stomach. She said she really likes my curves, but also made a comment about how happy she is that she's not fat like me. I still remember my 8th birthday when I was as skinny as a skeleton and she screamed at me in front of everyone to stick my stomach in for pictures. Everyone laughed, crazy to me how she still wonders why I'm not close or affectionate with her. How can you be the mother of a child and treat your own kid this way? It just leaves me feeling like there's gotta be something going on mentally that's influencing her being like that to their own kid. Because I just can't imagine people genuinely being on their own this rude and this demeaning to their own children. Our next story is, Entitled Mom Loses Her Crap Over Cookies. So, if you've been following my stories, you'll know my mother is one heck of a narcissist. She's hurt me and my brother so many different ways mentally and takes no responsibility for it. Well, if you're wondering, she never once thought she was the cause of our pain. Well, lately she's realized she causes our pain from her actions and it starts with a bag of cookies. My brother's boyfriend brings home a stash of pastries and cookies and he's sick. He accidentally coughed on the cookies and set them aside to throw them away because he himself being sick wouldn't even eat them. Well, you guessed it. My house, my property. The day before they were going to toss out the cookies on a trash day, she comes and bags them, moving them downstairs. Now, why is that important? Anything they don't like, want, or need goes downstairs on the table for me to share with my daughter. So I grab a cookie and share it with my daughter, and on day one, she starts coughing. I think it's probably because I should wash her sheets, so I do that. Day two of them being down there, I grab two cookies, she gets one and I get one. She coughs some more, I call her pediatrician and I start coughing. But don't think anything of it because I vape and clear my throat on the regular. Day 3, my throat starts getting scratchy and I realize I too am sick. Brother's boyfriend comes to my room and asks, Did you eat the cookies downstairs? I worry at first because I think, Crap, did I eat something I wasn't supposed to? And was mistakenly placed in my pile? So I tell him one. He says, That's why you and your daughter are sick. 
Your mother went through the game room taking from our trash. I'd coughed on those and I was going to throw them away. I said, crap, are you freaking serious? I reply angry that my mother has again put us in harm's way from her blatant disregard for other people's property. They said, yep, she did, she went through our stuff, he added on. I confronted my mother and found out she had indeed messed with stuff that wasn't hers. I demanded her to purchase medication so then I can get better and take care of my daughter to the best of my abilities, as being sick makes it difficult since when I'm sick I cannot breathe every time I wake up and must focus on that before I do anything or I'll pass out. She says, you don't demand me to do anything, they should have thrown them away. I told her they did and I expect to receive some kind of medication from her because she caused all this. I leave the room angry and sit in my room, trying to get my daughter to drink some water as she's been coughing a lot, and I'd put honey in the water to help her cough. When she starts coughing again, I get up to start the shower up on hot, as per doctor's orders, but the moment I leave my room in my already horrible sick state, I hear screaming in the other room. Since I had a friend on the phone, I tell him to start a screen recording. He does and I walk into the room. Apparently Jason, not his real name, had gone up to my mother against my brother's advice and confronted her for messing with their stuff. She started threatening to kick him out or move out and leave us all on our own. No biggie for me because I have places to go, but still my brother had no place in mind. So I tell her that it was her fault Brenlin and I got sick. Jason replied, exactly, you touched property that was not yours and got them both sick. I have no idea how that sickness will affect that child, and because of your negligence I can call CPS. He said this which scared me but I know he wouldn't do it with the intention of taking my child but with the intention to get her and I away from my mother. My brother backs my mom into the room and I stand guard to keep Jason calm enough not to charge into the room and scream at her some more because I know it wouldn't end pretty. I listened in on the conversation but because I was on Dayquil at the time, I don't remember much of it, except she had said some things to jab at my brother like, find someone that's not like him to date, and so on. After it had somewhat calmed down, I was called into the room and given cough meds. I left without talking to her and then went into my room, and my daughter was thankfully sound asleep, breathing and not coughing. The following morning we sat in the bathroom with the shower on high, so she still got that steam treatment. She's still strong in her stance that if Jason doesn't move out so we can stay under her thumb, she will move out and leave us to suffer. If she does, I can go move in with my friend or my actual mother, not this spawn of Satan who happened to have enough money to gain guardianship of us. Jason is situated a way to go to my grandmother and pay rent over there. I type this up as I cough up a storm and I'm dozing off on NyQuil, so I apologize if it doesn't make much sense. Oh, and if you're wondering, the screen capture caught the entire argument. Honestly, if you can make it work, for OP and your kid's sake, you probably should get away from somebody that is this controlling and is this awful. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy entitled parent story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.